If you thought it couldn't get any worse, the Biden administration hits a new low. Rogan bends the knee to the mob on the N-word, and I don't think it's going to go well. And there's a new Vietnam brewing in Ukraine. All today, Eric's America. You have come to the right place. Hope you love America. Hope you're tired of the same thing all day, every day. Bringing you a different point of view. Bringing you the right point of view. From an everyday American. Recorded all over. No agenda, just America. Hello and welcome. Happy Hump Day. You know, I'm really getting fond of doing the middle of the week uh, for two reasons. Number one, it gives me a few extra days to uh, uh, get things together. But on top of that, uh, I know when I'm doing the podcast, I'm like, wow, I'm already halfway through this week. It's, you know, it's it's halfway to the weekend. It sounds great. So uh, there's always uh, always a way to look on the bright side. Always a way to look on the bright side, although not sure we're going to find the bright side so much today, but you can always look on the bright side. Uh, anyway, uh, before we get started, I want to remind everybody to like, subscribe, rate, review, follow, all those things making a huge difference. Uh, really appreciate it. It means a whole lot, and it really does help. Anywhere that will let you uh, rank it, uh, please do so. Um, ratings, uh, five stars. Five stars. Anywhere they'll let you do that. Uh, it means a lot because... What other rating could there be but five stars? I mean, honestly. And you can also know that by rating this five stars, that makes others not get five stars. And that's always a win, too. Uh, It's always, uh, you know, two-fisted. You help somebody else, you hurt somebody. You know, it's it's a a two-sided thing. It always, uh, <laughs> it's always satisfying. I'm telling you, it's great. But anyway, we're going to get into this today. It has been uh, just a, man, what a shit show. There is no other way to describe what is going on uh, with the Biden administration and Biden than a shit show. I, I You couldn't make this stuff up. I wish I could make this up. Most of this sounds like Babylon B or some kind of crazy comedy skit. Something like that. Most of this is what it sounds like, because in any other time period that I've been alive, and I'm sure most other people, uh, any time period you've been alive, if you hear things like this, you're like, there's no way that's there's no way that stuff's true. There's no way the president just came out and said that or or is going to do this. Um, You would think so. But we are living in a real life. uh, It's like a it's almost like a reality show, only it's a bad one. It's a bad reality show. And uh, it's, man, it is not getting much better. Here's Biden. He uh, fancied himself. I'm not sure if this is uh, really slam poetry. Um, it could be slam poetry. It also could be uh, him uh, trying to audition maybe to be a rapper. Uh, we're not sure. We're not sure. We're not sure. Um You'll have to judge for yourself. Uh, this is what he came out and said, and uh, you'll maybe you can figure it out. I can't. I don't want to get going because I have to keep you here too long because you know all what I'm about to what I've said, and you know what I've done, and you know what we're doing, and you know what I know what you're doing. What? Let me close with this. Yeah, yeah. Listen to that again because that's good. I mean, it's hard to fit all that in. It's sort of slam poetry rap kind of thing. 
It's uh, very interesting. I don't want to get going because I keep you here too long because you know all what I'm about to, what I've said, and you know what I've done, and you know what we're doing, and you know what I know what you're doing. What? Let me close with this. I know what you're doing, and you know what I'm thinking about doing, and you, I mean, I, yeah, okay. Uh, the, the answer to that is nobody knows what the fuck you're saying, much less what you're doing. No one knows what the hell you're doing. Um, we just we have no clue, and no one can figure it out because to uh, venture into that, I mean, first of all, you have to be a crazed ideologue that also suffers from severe dementia, and uh, so it's really hard for anybody to predict it. Usually, you can predict it. You can say, "Well, this person, you know, thinks this way, so they're probably going to react this way." We don't have that anymore. We have a guy that does not have his faculties whatsoever. Uh, he has become an insanely crazed ideologue. And I'm not sure if he makes the decisions or somebody else. We're, we don't even know. So there is no way to predict it. And uh, there was no way to predict what happened this week. There just wasn't. There was no way you're going to say, hey, listen, uh, this is what Biden's going to do this week. There is no way to do that. And even if you did, you would not get here. There's no way you connect A to B and get where we're at. So uh, Biden, uh, this week, he decided that, you know what we really need to do? We don't need to worry about maybe upping our production of oil and getting gas prices down or maybe uh, stop printing uh, so much money so we can slow inflation or or maybe we should uh, make sure everybody can get back to work and we're going to eliminate uh, all this uh, all the restrictions and, and all that sort of thing and really open up and no no what we need to do is unfreeze bank accounts and get Iran 29 billion dollars because that's what america wanted america's been sitting around going when are we going to send 29 billion dollars to iran so they can try to kill us I, I i mean that's what you were thinking right that's what i've been thinking it's what the american people were like hey when are we going to give iran some more money they don't have nukes yet they don't have a way to uh, attack Israel with nuclear weapons. And I don't know how we're going to stand for it until they do. So Biden took care of that this week. He went ahead and unfroze the bank accounts and made available $29 billion to Iran. Now, I know what you're thinking. 29, that doesn't seem like a lot of money. Uh, $29 billion. Now, I, I'm surprised they even got out of bed for that. Uh, because we usually now, in, in this era, don't do anything for less than a trillion. So the $29 billion, I mean, I, it, maybe you could take some solace in the fact that he didn't send them a trillion. Because the printers are on full speed at the Fed. And they're printing uh, money like there's no tomorrow. So, I mean, only $29 billion. The That alone, that act alone, should be on every uh every newscast and people should be freaking out at an alarming rate going what the hell is going on we're suffering in america and you're sending 29 billion dollars to iran the f the fuck are you doing nope nope we don't need to worry about that why do we not worry about that well because there is way too much insanity going on you're able to get away with that when everything you do is so stupid and so insane that they're like, oh, he gave $29 billion to Iran. Yeah, but he did this and he did that. So we need to talk about this and that because, 
you know, things are just, you know, out of control. So how do you hide giving $29 billion to one of our biggest enemies? Because, and they're not even uh, shy about it. Okay. It's not like Putin, you know, who's like, I don't really like United States, but uh, you know, it's whatever. I just want to sell oil. You know, it's not like that. They literally chant death to America in the streets. So what would be the best way to take care of that? Um, you send them a bunch of money and then of course we know how this works they would never do anything to hurt america after you know the taxpayers are on the hook for giving them 29 billion now a lot of taxpayers you know are hurting right now in the u.s and so uh giving away their money huh doesn't seem doesn't seem like the best uh, idea and for those out there who are part of the uh, great reset uh, crowd and the uh, the uh, modern monetary theory crowd it says well that's not really taxpayer money um i have a nice argument for you you said well the federal government i mean the fed is just uh uh you know creating the money we're not that's not tax revenue we're taking in well that's where you would be wrong because anytime you keep printing money you devalue the currency therefore everything costs more because now my money is worth less which is ipso facto and directly a tax to me that i have to pay i don't get to have write-offs on that i don't get to try to finesse the tax laws so i don't have to pay as much this year or find deductions or or write-offs no no i don't get to do any of that no i get directly taxed right in the wallet every fucking day for it so don't tell me that it's not taxed and that it's just printed and issued and uh, yeah no it comes directly out of our pocket so you can kiss my ass on that one uh so yes anytime any of this crazy shit goes on and they go well it's just uh we're just going to uh print the money because that's modern monetary theory and it's not really derived from taxes yeah the people pay the tax on it no matter what we pay for it they get to do all their wild-eyed crazy shit that they want to do and print off whatever and the american people pay for it either directly by dealing with inflation or an income tax either way it doesn't really matter they're not paying for it we are so i don't want to hear any of that garbage anymore but you know it's uh it's been a rough week you know it's been a rough week um Biden decided he was going to uh, talk about guns this week, of course, because he's on the gun grab uh, issue and um, he just cannot figure out how and why um, people think that they have a constitutional right to own guns. And he's really, really confused. He can't figure out how the U.S. Constitution works, which for a, you know, 180-year-old uh, retarded circus monkey may be hard to figure out. But here he is. He's just wrong again. No violation of a Second Amendment right. We talk like there's no amendment that's absolute. Uh -oh. When the amendment was passed, it didn't say anybody can own a gun and any oh, kind of gun and any kind of weapon. You yeah. couldn't buy a cannon and when the, this, this uh, amendment was passed. Yeah, you could. There's no reason why you should be able to buy certain assault weapons, but that's another issue. Well, actually, you're completely and totally wrong. Um, I mean, I don't know how much wrong you can be. I mean, if you... Uh, 
walked outside in uh, in Alaska right now, and it's 40 below zero, and you said, man, this is really, really nice summer weather, you would be just about as right as Joe Biden because he couldn't be more wrong. It's, it's really strange how you can be so wrong. I mean, it's I don't know how much more plain the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. That sounds, I don't know, that sounds pretty absolute to me. And, you know, we're literally talking about an amendment that is one sentence. One sentence. Being a well-regulated militia, being necessary to security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Huh. I, I forgot. Did it say here? I, 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 wait a second. Keep reading here. No, that's all there is. Uh, does it say uh, no cannon? No, it doesn't say anything about that. It doesn't say, huh, that's weird. That is very strange. It almost seems like it's, uh, what is, what's that word? Um, <laughs> absolute. And yes, he is wrong. You could buy cannons. There were privateers. If you had the money to buy a cannon, there wasn't a lot of people. Um, at that time that had the money to go buy cannons nor had the desire to their own them but anyone who did <laughs> they could who was to tell them they couldn't they had you know the second amendment that said shall not be infringed which means the government keep your hands off it's it's pretty it's pretty simple pretty basic stuff but of course that's biden and so he's on his kick with the gun grab. We talked about them compiling lists. And he says, well, you know, no, we're just going after those gun owners that are selling those illegal guns out the back of the store. Which, yeah, okay. Anyway, <clears throat> he has more problems than that this week. Because I guess uh, maybe it's all been inspired uh, by, by the whole Rogan situation. Because we had the the Biden uh, the uh, Rogan situation, they brought the N word video out, is what it's called, and uh, where he was using uh, the N word, uh, and of course they took it out of context. And it's really strange because uh, the company, the the people who released it, not the company, but the people who released the video, actually uh, worked for Hillary Clinton. So you know, there's no way they're trying to help a certain side or have any kind of uh you know weird ties it's called the midas uh group or something like that and then there's some really shady ties there but it's all tied to the democrat party of course and of course to the clintons and you know you know just saying you might want to be careful in dealing with that situation we don't want you to uh you know openly commit suicide somewhere so you know you got to be careful about that it seems to happen i don't know I don't know how that uh, ends up being a thing. Uh, apparently, it does. Uh, people uh, commit suicide in very murderous ways. It's kind of kind of a whole thing. But anyway, here's Biden. This is just, like I said, he's had a full week of just stupidity. So he can't get the Second Amendment figured out. Uh, he did his rap video. Uh, he gave $29 billion to Iran, which was a great idea. And then he decided to tell a story Um Oh, my God, this is painful to listen to. Here you go. Remember sitting on going to a little Catholic grade school in Claymont, Delaware, which was a steel town that was dying. And the bus would go, my mother would drive me to school parking lot. It's called Holy Rosary School from a little, it's called Brookview Apartments. It used to be Section 8 housing later. 
And uh, I get out of the bus, I get out of the car, and that's where I-95 runs parallel to these days. And, uh, and I said, Mom, why are all those kids, it was then called colored, why are all those colored kids in that bus? Because in Scranton, there weren't any, there were very few blacks. So they're not allowed to go to school with us here in Delaware. Okay. Uh, apparently it's 1950. I have no idea what the hell's going on. And uh, it could still be 1950 in Biden's brain. We don't know. We don't know what decade, what what time it is. I mean, there's no way. No way to know. But, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, that was just this week. That's his accomplishment so far this week. In fact, if we could maybe um, – just you know he doesn't do a lot but if we could tone down what he's doing even further to maybe i don't know nothing uh maybe that would be better because it wasn't just uh last week that uh he said there wasn't going to be any troops any u.s troops there's not going to be any u.s troops in ukraine right none he said nope nope we're going to give them money we're going to give them guns no U.S. troops in Ukraine. And then they said, well, we're sending some uh, U.S. forces to surrounding countries and to the NATO countries just to protect them. I mean, it, we're just on high alert. We're not sending any troops in. Don't worry. And then he decided to go ahead and uh, announce that, well, that may not be true. They're not troops. Okay. They're not troops. We're going old school. We're going all the way back to the 60s. And we're going back to the good old Vietnam model. So uh, now there are uh, 300 advisors. Oh, I got you. 300 military advisors in Ukraine. They're just helping out. You know, they're out there with clipboards and khakis. You know how it goes. You know, they sort of look like um, uh, the guy from State Farm. You know, uh, they got their khakis and their clipboards and they're out there just advising. They're just advising, uh, you know, uh, where to put this, you know, where to store the, the where's the best place to have the cold storage for the meals. Yeah, that sort of thing. I mean, they would never be, you know, like actively participating or anything like that. I mean, that would never, ever happen. Uh, so they have went back to the uh, Vietnam model, which, as we know, worked out so well. It worked out so well that, uh, you know, they just couldn't wait to trot it out again because that was a rounding success uh, then. So, um, yeah, it has been a full and complete week for the Biden administration. And it's really hard to see how they could really top it. But you say you don't think they can top it. You think it's gotten just about as bad. They put uh, military in Ukraine when they said they wouldn't. They gave $29 billion to uh iran they uh, are messing with the second amendment and he put out his rap video you think that's as bad as it can get no my friend it is not it is not the bottom we have not reached the bottom yet but we are about to reach the bottom here is the report i had to use this report i had heard the thing in several different uh um several <laughs> different uh, shows and news reports but i think uh the tucker uh, monologue on it was the best so I, I grabbed that clip because it really is the best because this happens to be the absolute bottom i don't think it could get uh i don't think it can get any worse than this 
this is your tax dollars. This is your administration at work. And boy, I'm excited about it. The new policy is just out of this world. I know it's what everyone has been waiting for. Here's the report on it. You're going to love it. And the president has announced another piece of his highly promoted equity agenda. That's the government-wide effort to improve the lives of African-Americans. You may recall that on his first day in office more than a year ago, the new president explained that equity will require determination and creativity. And this week, he proved that's true. Joe Biden's latest idea is to pay black people to smoke more crack. Going forward, the administration will send at least $30 million in tax money to nonprofits and local governments so they can purchase, quote, safe smoking kits and supplies. According to HHS, these kits will contain Joe Biden-approved pipes that will allow beneficiaries of the equity agenda to smoke crack cocaine as well as crystal meth. Some say it's about time. Soros-aligned NGOs have long complained that marginalized groups in this country don't have adequate access to illegal narcotics or the tools to use them. With this new program, Joe Biden will finally close the crack gap. For too long in America, quality crack pipes have been the domain of rich white men like so much else. Here's the president's son, for example, smoking crack in bed at the Four Seasons. You'll notice the beautifully designed custom crack pipe. It's cooling bowl nestled in the high thread count Egyptian cotton sheets. When Hunter Biden smokes crack, he does it in style. But not everyone in this country is so fortunate. Try to toast some rock in West Baltimore sometime. You may have to make the pipe yourself from tin foil or a broken car antenna. Our inner cities are pipe deserts. Talk about the new Jim Crow. Bull Connor would be proud. Bull Connor didn't think black people deserved new crack pipes. Joe Biden's going to change that. Joe Biden understands how essential narcotics are to the future of his party. If Democratic voters stop smoking crack, they might start thinking for themselves and become Candace Owens or something. That, I think, could be the best thing ever. So, um, you may want to rush out. I know everybody got on board and got their uh, rapid test. Now, if you got a rapid test, I didn't even order one. Why would I need one? Uh, There's no need for me to have one. Um, But apparently, which I found very odd. I don't know if anybody else did. Did you notice all these like really uh, highly paid people on all these television shows and everything? Like, well, I made sure I got in right away and got my four free tests from the government. Why? Why? Do you need them? Are you planning on having four instances with COVID? What are you talking about? Who the hell needs four rapid COVID tests? You either have it or you don't. Live your life. Jesus Christ, what is going on? But anyway, uh, if you got those, by the way, uh, I did see that people did get them. And as uh, as another huge F you to the American people, uh, that is your tax money and uh, uh, your money at work. Uh, bought plenty of rapid tests to give to America from China. So you're welcome, I guess, uh, from China. Uh, they're giving you some wonderful, great uh, rapid COVID tests. So, And if you thought that was the best thing that could happen, now you know. Now you know that it is, it is not the best thing that could happen. You could get a Joe Biden-approved crack pipe. And what better to celebrate being an American than having a great Joe Biden-approved crack pipe. I just, I don't know how it could get any better. The only way it could get better was the next part of this agenda, which uh, Tucker didn't talk about there, but there is another part to this agenda. If you feel left out, say you feel left out, and you, 
you don't really smoke crack. But you have other recreational drugs that you think the government should help you out with. You are in luck because they are going to start creating safe spaces for intravenous drug use. So if you don't want to smoke the crack, if you don't want to uh, smoke meth, and you prefer to shoot it, well, the government's going to cover you there. They're talking about uh, creating safe spaces where it's safe to use uh, your heroin or or whatever you're deciding to freebase that day. It's it's it, you know we want to make sure you're safe doing it, and even installing. And you're going to love this needle vending machines because we know in this country right now. The problems really aren't uh, the economy. The problems aren't inflation. The problems aren't even the fact that it's working on $4 a gallon for gas and you're trying to feed your family and get back and forth to work. Those are not the problems. The problem is you do not have a good safe space to shoot heroin or a needle vending machine. And everybody knows the great crack pipe deserts that plague Places like San Francisco or New York or even Philadelphia, those great pipe deserts, where would you get a really good high-quality crack pipe? Now, Biden and the Biden administration, they have you covered. All varieties and appetites for drug use, it's going to be all taken care of. So, at least we took care of that. So we've taken care of Iran. We gave them $29 billion. We got that squared away. No problem. We're going to take everybody's guns because, I mean, you're not allowed to have those. And you definitely can't have a cannon. But you can have a free, clean needle and a good, high-quality crack pipe. And that is what we were all dreaming about. That's what we were all dreaming about. We were so sick of Donald Trump. We're like, God, this guy, I mean, what the hell are we talking about? I mean, good economy, people working, money, uh, money's growing. Uh, life is just, man, this is awful. What do we really need? What we really need is to give money away to people that want to kill us and give away crack pipes. And I don't know how racist you really have to be to say, well, it's part of our equity agenda to get high-quality crack pipes to the black and minority areas. I don't know how big of a racist you have to be to do that, but Joe, you know what? Um, yeah, I think it's par for the course. So anyway, I hope you're feeling better. I know this really was uplifting to your Wednesday to find out that maybe soon even you could have a U.S. government approved crack pipe and or needle. And that is very important. Wouldn't want you to go without that. <sighs> Boy, it's uh, it's interesting. And why would you say that there, this would be a problem? Why would you say that this would be something that needs done, right? Why would uh, uh, this be an issue? Well, you know, before in the past, Biden was a little different about crack. And that's why people are a little confused. Here's Biden in in the Senate in 1991 uh, talking about his new uh, new laws that he's just pushing have a piece of crack cocaine no bigger than this quarter that i'm holding in my hand one quarter of one dollar we passed a law through the leadership of senator thurman and myself and others a law that says if you're caught with that you go to jail 
for five years. You get no probation. You get nothing other than five years in jail. Judge doesn't have a choice. Boy, he's happy about that. No choice. Go to jail for five years if you have a quarter-sized piece of crack. Wow, that's amazing. Now, hey, you know what? Now, now you are able to go. He, he realized the errors of his ways. Then he thought it was bad for people to smoke crack. Now, you need a USA-stamped, approved Joe Biden crack pipe. Uh, actually, it's probably not a bad idea, Joe, because that would be the only way that anybody could figure out what the fuck you were doing is if we were all smoking crack. Because obviously you've been into Hunter's stash for a long time because obviously you are smoking crack Um, and it is getting worse. And obviously it's, uh, you know, it's escalating to uh, just unbelievable levels right now with uh, the open borders and everything. I mean, drugs are streaming in. And what are you going to do? People need needles. They need pipes. You got to take care of them. And and Joe obviously has the the right idea for that, uh, for sure. Anyway. I got to move on because uh, we had the big story with Rogan. You know, of course, they come after Rogan. And unfortunately, Rogan doesn't quite understand how this works. They're not attacking him because they think he's a racist. They're not attacking him because they don't, uh, uh, for any other reason, than he doesn't agree with their orthodoxy and a lot of people like him. And they cannot have anybody who is that popular that doesn't agree with the party line. So they are going to attack and attack and attack. And this is just the latest one. And he unfortunately bent the knee, which only means that now there's blood in the water. These are sharks. There's blood in the water. So they are going to attack on every level all the time until he is done. They don't, he doesn't get it, but here's his apology video uh, that he brought out this week. And it is kind of sad because you just don't apologize. You don't absolutely do not apologize to these people. There is no forgiveness to be had. The only reason you ever apologize is, number one, you feel that you have done something wrong that you regret. Okay, I got you. I understand. And number two, you only apologize when you know that there is some type of you're in some type of relationship, whether it be a friendship or a relationship, that there is going to be a reciprocation of forgiveness and there's some way to move forward. If you know that there's no way to move forward, why apologize? There is no reason. And number two, uh, with the context of what happened in this video, uh, there is no reason to apologize whatsoever. But anyway, Rogan came out and made this agonizing video. Um, I'm making this video to talk about the most regretful and shameful thing that I've ever had to talk about publicly. There's a video that's out that's a compilation of me saying the N-word. It's a video that's made of clips taken out of context of me of 12 years of conversations on my podcast, and it's all smushed together, and it looks fucking horrible, even to me. Now, I know that to most people, there is no context where a white person is ever allowed to say that word, never mind publicly on a podcast. Okay. I'm going to have an issue right here. And my issue falls back on the First Amendment. Okay. You may not like what someone says. You may not like the words that they use and you may not approve of it. And it may not be the best thing or the nicest thing for people to say. But we have to stop saying that there are words 
that are foreboding. Because it, it, it goes back. And if people haven't figured this out by now, you're going to have to figure it out. There, uh, We used to talk about, well, it's a slippery slope. It's a slippery slope. We've already fell down the slope. And we're we're uh, you know we're at the bottom of the hill holding our body that's broken and beaten up at the bottom and it will go even further. We should realize this. Do I think it's a great word to be throwing around? No. But I also realize we live in a free country where you are free to believe whatever you think, whatever you want, and you're free to say whatever you want. It doesn't matter if other people do not like it. I'm sick and tired of saying, well, no, we're going to segregate things and say, well, there's words you can say, but there's words you can't say. And there's words. No, 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 no. Maybe, maybe culturally, maybe societally you say, well, maybe I, I won't say that word out of respect, but that's a you decision. It, it cannot be a situation where you're like, oh, no, these people of this, uh, you know, this class or this level of social economic scale can say that word. But if you're down here, you can't say that word. I'm, I'm done with it. You know, fuck off. I, I'm sick of it. So I hate this argument to begin with. I agree with, I agree with that now. I haven't said it in years, but for a long time when I would bring that word up, like if it would come up in conversation and stay, instead of saying the N word, I would just say the word. I thought as long as it was in context, people would understand what <laughs> you I You know doing. better than that. Like that context was part of, part of the clip we were talking about Red Fox, how Red Fox said that word on television in the 1970s and how times have changed so much since then. Or about how Richard Pryor used it as one of the titles of one of his albums. Or I was quoting a Lenny Bruce bit or I was qu quoting a Paul Mooney bit or a I was talking about how Quentin Tarantino used it repeatedly in Pulp Fiction, or I was talking about how a Netflix executive, ironically, used it because he was trying to compare it to another offensive word, and he said it out loud, and they fired him. Not calling anybody a word, just saying the word out loud. I was also talking about how there's not another word like it in the entire English language, because it's a word where only one group of people is allowed to use it and they can use it in so many different ways like if a white person says that word it's racist and toxic but a black person can use it and it could be a punchline it could be a term of endearment it could be lyrics to a rap song it could be a positive affirmation it's then that's how ridiculous it is and it's stupid and we cannot have fights over words it's just you know it's absolutely disgusting it's absolutely disgusting. I've got to take a quick break and then I will be right back and we, we got to dig into this. Rated the worst, losing the most bags, shrinking legroom during COVID. American requires passengers to show ID to fly, but attacks Texas's popular voter ID law. Why is CEO Doug Parker trying to appease the radical left to distract from billions in taxpayer bailouts from his $10 million payday? From Americans' record layoffs, Doug Parker, American Airlines, serve your customers, not woke politicians. Is constantly political. Why? 
undercover. Congressional reports suspect Nike used forced labor in China. Religious minorities were ripped from their families, sterilized, sold to factories. Nike made shoes in those same areas. Congress tried to ban Nike's labor practices. Nike fought back with highly paid lobbyists. Rather than hiring Americans, Nike chose China. John Donahoe, Nike. Stop exploiting foreign labor. Serve your customers, not woke politicians is getting political attacking georgia's popular voting law why to distract from years of dismal sales terrible 2020 results reports suspecting they benefited from forced labor in china coca-cola products are poisoning america's youth and worsening the <laughs> obesity epidemic so the company tried funding phony science to minimize the harms but they got busted james quincy coca-cola stop poisoning our children serve your customers <laughs> not woke politicians all right and we're back so uh if we're going to uh cause rogan all these problems because he was talking about red fox saying it or you know richard Pryor actually using it for titles of stuff and and, and all this if we're going to uh uh go down that route well we have a lot of other people that have got to uh get uh get canceled here real quick and, and they need apology videos here is uh you guessed it brain dead biden here he's in the Senate uh, back in the 90s. Important legislatures and legislators in defeating the Nunes plan in the basement said, quote, we already have a mayor. We don't need any more oh big shots. Oh, whoa. Wait a minute. I mean, was that in context? Oh, well, it doesn't matter. There is no context. He's a white guy, right? And he's throwing the end bomb out there like there's no tomorrow. And people go, well, he was reading the letter. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Here's uh, Howard Stern. Wear that big hat. Yes. That white guy's a big hating hat. Whoa. Whoa. Right? Whoa. Isn't that what we call those? Oh. Hating hats. Yes. Yeah, stop. Oh, boy. Yeah, there's there's uh, Howard Stern. And there's a long clip. I think somebody came up with a like a minute and a half clip of just all the times that uh, Howard Stern just threw that word around like, no tomorrow, no problem at all. Here's the Young Turks. If you don't know who they are, they are leftist lunatics. Actually, they really like uh, pedophiles. Uh, I don't know what, what's up with that. They may be pedophiles. I really don't know. They're disgusting human uh, beings. and uh, But they, they love the N-word over there. I know these are like difficult words to hear, but words like and you um, oh, are why oh. I lost my job. Oh my god. He only shot run run. Oh, oh, oh. Wow. It's a lot of beeps. It's, it's all in words. Yeah. That's that's you know. Well, it's a little strange. And then we heard Biden also talking about uh uh he said uh, colored kids earlier just this week. And that's when Rogan should have figured it out. And said, what the hell would I apologize for? You come out and you say, I don't know what the hell that video is. I don't know who those people work for, but you can kiss my ass. Uh, I know what I said, and I know the context, and you can kiss my ass. Because there is uh, plenty of platforms out there that would like to have the Joe Rogan catalog. And he could make just as much, if not more money, than he's making now and not have to deal with it. And you have to realize the position you're in. Spotify doesn't make Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan makes Spotify. So you just walk away. You say, "Fine, you, you don't want me here. That's fine. I'll take my, uh, I'll take my, uh, you know, I'll take my marbles and go home. And I'll make even more money. So whatever. You don't bend the knee in this situation. You didn't do anything wrong. 
you did nothing wrong, number one. And number two, you never apologize to a mob that doesn't plan on giving forgiveness. I mean, it's like the forced confessions where, uh, you know, in the old Soviet Union or, you know, Nazi Germany or China then and probably now, people to confess right before they kill them. Like, oh, confess that you're a spy, confess that you're a spy, and then they torture people and torture people, and finally the person's like, yeah, fine, sure, I'm a spy, and then they shoot them. Uh, and that's the kind of mentality you have with this uh, this group of people. There is no way to appease the mob. There is no forgiveness. And uh, on top of that, you didn't do anything wrong. So, I mean, more people have to stand up. More people have to stand up and say, you know what, kiss my ass. How's that? Does that work for you? Because that's the biggest uh, that's the biggest apology you're going to be get from me is uh, how about no? How about no? I'm not apologizing. I'm not uh, bending the knee to any of you. If you don't like it, don't listen to it. For everybody else, welcome in. And you know that's how I feel uh, completely. I feel that way completely. I mean, you don't like it, don't listen to it. It's fine. You know what? It's a free country. It's a free country. Well, it used to be. Um, we're hoping to get back to uh, being a fully free country. But, uh, you know, it, it's just it is what it is. I, I, that's what you have to walk out and say, listen, this is, you know, freedom of speech. You have a freedom not to like it. You have a freedom to agree or disagree. If you don't like it, you think I'm wrong, then then, you know, go produce something that shows that I'm wrong. And that's fine. You know what? We'll we'll, we'll hash it out. Other than that, no, I don't apologize. And, and that's the best way to do it. That's the way you have to do it. It is a, a really, uh, there are some more on the left that are starting to uh, wake up. Uh, Bill Maher came out this week. He has a new, uh, a new clip here of him, uh, you know, uh, trying to, I, I, it's really strange. Uh, something's happening with him. Of course, I don't think he'll ever uh, stop supporting the left, uh, although it does sound like he might be starting to. Time to do what a growing list of countries have done and announced we're going back to something more like normal, beginning with recognizing that what we're doing to kids is unnecessary and horrible, and I don't even like kids. Yay! But making kids who have a COVID survivability rate of 99.98% mask up like bandits. Thank you. Unfortunately, mm -hmm. the thing that's getting stolen is their education, their mm -hmm. sanity, and their social skills. A study this week from a professor at Johns Hopkins concluded that the lockdowns we all suffered through mm -hmm. had little impact in reducing COVID deaths. Okay, that's kind of a big one to get wrong. Mm -hmm. Last July, President Biden said, you're not going to get COVID if you have these vaccinations. Well, I already knew that was wrong then, and now we all do. The former director of the CDC, Robert Redfield, believes COVID originated in a lab. And now our intelligence agencies agree it might have. But for months on social media, it was banned to even discuss it. Look, I'm not saying the medical establishment isn't trying to figure it out or that they're corrupt, although there is some of that. But... Yay, corrupt medical people. How about people. just wrong? Mm -hmm. Wrong about a lot. Mm -hmm. Wrong about HIV, wrong about mm -hmm. lockdowns, wrong about kids, wrong about how you couldn't get it if you were vaccinated. Right. Remember washing our packages? Mm -hmm. 
And there's never been any research showing that outdoor transmission is likely or common, yet L.A. County says we're still supposed to mask up for big outdoor events, like we'll be at the Super Bowl. Mm. Well, <laughs> supposed to. It's all theater, watching athletes mix it up on the court and then mask on the sideline, mm -hmm. not being able to touch Stupid. a menu, but watching them touch my food. Uh -huh. <laughs> Maskless at dinner while sitting but not standing. And by the way, if Applebee's really cared about our health, they would make us cover our mouths after the food arrives. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, that's true. That's why we don't go to Applebee's. I, mm -hmm. I'm just asking, how much wrong do you get to be while still holding the default setting for people who represent that the That is a good science. question. That's a question we've been asking. It's really strange to hear all this from Bill Maher. But uh, something happened. Uh, something happened. And I think uh, COVID finally broke uh, Bill Maher's infatuation with the left. And I think he's, uh, you know, he finally, um, sorry. And of course, there's some things that he's never going to uh, change on. And that's fine. I don't expect him to. But to finally get somebody like that to come out and say, what the hell? Like, you know, and, and I hope it goes back. I hope it's sunk in like, man, some of these, you know, sides and points and things I've taken over the years are just really dumb. You know, have I been following along with this insanity this long? I mean, wow. And I hope that happens because the thing is, is uh, this has been going on for a long time. This has been going on for a really long time, of course, in the media. And, and people like Bill Maher, you know, were just, you know, way, way, way out on the left fringes. And then suddenly COVID broke it. And and it starts to dawn on uh, people like him to go, wait a second. What the hell are we doing? I mean, are we cheering for, uh, you know, Pfizer? Uh, this is the group we're going to cheer for. I mean, this is really corrupt and, and none of this masking stuff makes any sense. And what's really strange is, uh, boy, what a flip flop that's happened, uh, in the media just in the last couple of days. And this is really strange. Now, um, these uh, uh, protests about kids being masked, which is absolutely asinine and ridiculous and has been asinine and ridiculous from the beginning. Like I said, the, the death rate is uh, the, the survivability, I should say, 99.98. Um, so that means two one hundredths of one percent of uh, is going to be a problem now. Is there anything else uh, that has that kind of survival survivability rate when you're talking about illnesses for kids? Uh, not many. Let's just put it that way. Not many. Uh, the percentage is uh, higher for a lot of childhood uh, illnesses. Um, but, uh, you know, and we don't do anything about those. I mean, we haven't had uh, flu masking at schools, uh, you know, any of those things. I mean, when I went to school, there was nothing like I mean, hell. You know, the worst thing that uh, happened was, uh, you know, maybe some kids when I was in elementary school get chicken pox this is for the vaccine for chicken pox. And, uh, you know, they had to leave school and not come back for a few days, uh, you know, but there was no masking. There's no craziness. Uh, but we don't worry about that. But we are for this. And here's a lady. I wanted to play this the last time. This is a lady at a school board meeting uh, talking about masking for kids. And this is uh, this is really, really good. 
around the country have been open during the entire pandemic without masks and no corresponding rise in serious illness. There were not child coffins lined up as some educators in this county suggested would be the case. In fact, things have been going pretty much as normal. Kids are getting sick despite wearing masks. We are forcing healthy children home for exposure despite them wearing masks. And we are segregating children by vaccination status and religious exemption status despite the wearing of masks. So I ask you, if masks work, why don't they? Over the course of the pandemic, 49,000 children have died of all causes. 331 of those were COVID related. Yet we have turned kids' lives upside down at school for what is essentially a non-risk. Let's put that risk into context. Last year, fewer kids died of COVID-19 than of heart disease, cancerous tumors, suicide, homicide, and drownings. Have the protocols, have, have the schools stopped serving hamburgers and french fries? Have we put up tinfoil on the ceilings to block power lines? Do we even address the growing incidences of suicide during the pandemic? No, we play politics with kids' faces by placing restrictive fabric over their noses and mouths that the CDC itself has said don't do anything, and it's for their safety. This is asinine. This is blatant political theater, and it needs to end. On November 15th of last year, I had the privilege of speaking with Dr. McDade for 10 minutes following the CRT town hall meeting. During that discussion, which was friendly and cordial, I asked what she, as superintendent, could do to get the kids out of masks. Dr. McDade told me that she would if she could, but that her hands were tied by then-Governor Northam's executive order mandating face coverings. different. Well, tonight, things are different. Yeah. And I'd like to ask you, Dr. McDay, tonight, what has changed? And what do you plan on doing now that your hands are untied? You are on the losing side of history. And it's time to make that right before these children. So, uh, yeah, I guess things have changed. It's really strange. It's really strange. Now, it's not because of that lady. I mean, they would have just ignored her because that's what they've been doing for, you know, a couple of years now. They just ignore it. I mean, oh, well, there's people protesting. Oh, well, that's no big deal. Uh, you know, kids are killing themselves. and We're not worried about that. Uh, we need the political theater. That's what we need. Well, hmm really strange so uh we have done some really uh strange flip-flops just this week now what what is going on this week well um you know uh lots of studies have come out uh obviously omicron is uh the spike is dying it's dropped by like 50 percent over the entire country uh and obviously people are not dying of omicron um and uh, a lot of these things are are coming to light and again the rest of the world which again pisses me off because the rest of the world should not be leading we should be leading it's uh just un, un, unconscionable to me to think that we are behind uh the rest of the world but uh things are changing and also it is i don't know if you know this this is an election year this is the midterms uh and many uh Governors are up for election re-election this year. Uh, one here locally, Michigan, uh, is going to elect a new governor uh, and get rid of Whitless Whitmer, uh, the wicked witch of the uh, West. Um, but so, of course, we're about to, you know, we're getting through winter. 
it's inching towards spring and of course that's when primaries start that's when everything's going to get started to kick off these midterm elections so what's going to happen well suddenly you won't believe this suddenly everything has changed it's all different now and i know you didn't know this but everything has changed did you know that the science has changed completely who haven't you seen lately on tv who haven't i had clips of i just noticed this uh, mostly because I don't like, I, I mean, I really despise the man and uh, really uh, has been a reprieve for my ears not to have to hear him. Who haven't we heard for, uh, from in a few weeks? I, I just noticed this today. I haven't had clips from him for a couple weeks now. Dr. Fauci. Fauci's gone. Where did Fauci go? Uh, maybe he's over in Wuhan making a new virus. I don't know. Uh, no, really. I mean, Fauci's gone. He's not on uh, TV anymore every uh, five minutes. Isn't that strange? I just just off. I mean, I even went to my news feed to see how many Fauci interviews there were. There's none. Fauci has disappeared. What happened to Fauci? Oh, well, it's it's the midterms. Uh, we've got to get votes now, and we can't get votes if people are upset. So Fauci disappears. That's really strange. It's really odd how everything has flipped on its head. That's weird. If you want to know that things have completely gone the other direction and off the rails, now California, New York, Illinois, they're all going to remove mask mandates, even indoors. Holy shit. What happened? What happened? Well, what happened is all these places have elections coming up, and boy, they sure don't want those people upset when it comes to time to vote. Well, I thought it was for our safety. If it was truly for safety or if it did anything, what would it matter if it was election? In fact, you would double down on it and go, well, we want to keep people safe. We better get our mask on. That's why you need to elect me because I'm going to keep everybody in masks. Obviously not. Even Dr. Death herself, good old uh, Lena Wynn, former former head of Planned Parenthood. She loves killing her some baby. She is all about it. But it's really strange. Dr. Death, who had just just a few weeks ago wanted to, uh, you know, was talking about uh, excluding people from society. It didn't get jabbed and uh, talking about, you know, uh, should punish all these people. She was uh, very in favor of draconian measures, maybe even concentration camps, all that sort of thing. Well, today, strangely enough, Shakeups at CNN, shakeups coming up with midterm elections. Strangely enough, Dr. Death, she found new science. There was a and is a time and place for pandemic restrictions, but when they were put in, it was always with the understanding that they would be removed as soon as Wait a minute. And this is the same lady. Remind you, this is the same lady I played many times, Dr. Death herself. Who was all about like, well, we should punish the non-vax. Let's parade everybody into concentration camps, beat them over the head, you know, uh, you know. And she's on a death, you know, a constant death chant to kill babies because that's what she loves to do. Now suddenly, she is all about the freedom of choice and the government getting out of the way. You, it's hard to believe. In this case, circumstances have changed. Case counts are declining. Also, the science has changed. If our ICUs and hospitals in that particular region are not overwhelmed, if they're not over capacity, we can set a number, for example, 75% or 80% full, then we should be able to relax all restrictions. And I actually believe that we should be starting to, with the first restriction removed, should actually be the restriction on children. There actually is a harm that we should be discussing of children continuing to mask. What? <laughs> Who the hell was that? 
That's really weird. Was that Rand Paul? Did he change his? Did Rand Paul go through a trans? That's what it was. Rand Paul decided to go through the transition. He is now a female. No, no, that was Doctor Death, the lady who loves killing babies, hates kids. And really, really, really wanted to oppress people into concentration camps if they didn't get jabbed. Suddenly, we should just remove all restrictions. We should get rid of all this. I don't know what we're doing. This is crazy. Everything changed. Really? It changed? When did the science change? I have an opinion I think is uh, pretty, uh, pretty widely held by many people. Science doesn't change. Our understanding of the science may change, and we may understand more about something than something else. But generally, the science doesn't change. All this has been known for a very, 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 very long time. It's really weird. Suddenly, everybody has flip-flopped. It's amazing. We should just get rid of all the masks. I mean, why are we masking masking kids? It's terrible. We need to get the mask off of them right now. You don't think, you don't think that this is, they're going to try to spin this. They are going to try to spin it and claim that everybody else, it wasn't them. We always wanted to take the masks off. It wasn't us. And, and it may even get, it may even turn to Fauci may be the new scapegoat. As much dirt that has come out on Fauci in the last year, especially, um, he's easy to hate for anyone of any persuasion whatsoever at any time. He is an easy villain. He is a terrible human being. He has been. He's been really bad at his job. And he's, you know, in at least some part responsible for all this. So he's a really easy guy to hate. And I have a feeling that the reason you haven't seen good old Fauci for a while is he's about to take the biggest ass whipping of his entire life because everybody from Dr. Death to Joe Biden to everybody in between, every Democrat everywhere who wanted to put people in concentration camps and wanted to beat them in the street for not having a vax or having their mask on or having their vax card because all that's going away too. Ah, We're going to throw away the vax card. Suddenly this week, CDC comes out and says, you know what's really good? You know what works really, really good? What's really great? Natural immunity it's a really good thing (laughs) really natural immunity is really good in fact they said well yeah here it is the cdc report that says oh uh natural immunity now we have 65 million or more more than 65 million people have recovered from sars cov2 from the coronavirus and it looks like since delta and omicron well it's just really weird natural immunity is so much more effective by multiple multiple times more effective than our vaccine so we should throw away the vax card well that's weird that's weird. We, Dr. Death and the rest of them said, throw them in concentration camps. Keep them out of society. Starve them to death. They don't want to vax. Suddenly this week, the CDC comes out and says, oh, no, natural immunity is great. Uh, natural immunity is really, really good. It's working better than anything. That's weird. Oh, the science changed. <laughs> well, the science didn't change. None of it changed. So I think all these people, anybody with any monicum of wanting to stay in their job or in power and wants to keep running this thing they are going to not only flip-flop like when but the scapegoat i have a feeling now i could be wrong and if i'm wrong i'll admit it but i have a terrible feeling for dr fauci that he's about to get whipped because they're all going to say well listen we were just listening to dr fauci i know you're mad i know you're mad we shouldn't have done this you know uh but it wasn't us (laughs) we didn't do any of it that wasn't me on tv saying we should make concentration camps for uh unvaccinated that was dr fauci 
That was Fauci. We just listened to Fauci. That's what it was. It was just our mistake. You know, uh, we just listened to him. We were just following orders. I'm telling you, I have a sneaky suspicion about this because suddenly he's gone. Suddenly he's, uh, you know, hiding somewhere. He's not making, uh, you know, he's not on CNN every five minutes. All that's gone. And suddenly, strangely, everybody's changed their opinion. Well, it's weird. Everybody needs to throw away their mask. Forget the vax card. Let's just get back to normal. We have elections to win, and we need someone to blame it on. I'm telling you right now, it is going to be the biggest flip-flop, and I hope that everybody remembers. I have all, I mean, it's all on the, the podcast. You can find all the clips of all these people talking absolutely crazy. Another one you haven't heard from for a while is good old Keith uh, Hitler Oberman, uh, the, the fascist himself. Now, wait till he comes out because, uh, you know, he's another one. Hasn't made another one about uh, masks and vax. Haven't heard from him in quite a while. wonder what's going to happen now that everybody's flip-flopping. I'm sure good old Keith Overman will come out and be like, oh, well, I just, I didn't, well, I was just listening to Fauci. I'm, it wasn't my idea. I never wanted to tell everybody that they were Nazis. These people are disgusting, despicable, and you shouldn't pay a damn bit of attention. We should have thrown a mask away a long time ago. Maybe when everybody said, you know what, these things don't do a goddamn thing. Um, Let's just get back to normal. Been saying that for quite a while. You're not going to stop a virus. Viruses do what they do. They virus. Okay. If you come up with an actual, an actual foolproof vaccine, like we did for say a polio or a smallpox, then we can talk until that level of anything has reached. You're not going to do anything about it. If it were possible, we've had a hundred years over a hundred years to concentrate on the flu that should have given your first clue if they couldn't stop the flu in a hundred years do you think they were going to be able to stop corona in a year think about that for a minute think about the insanity that it takes to make the jump from a to b to say well we couldn't stop the flu virus we've had a hundred over a hundred years to work on this and no one stopped it but yet we're going to cure uh, the COVID virus in a year. It's not how it works. It's not how it works. What has happened is the same thing that's happening with Corona. It weakens down and it becomes part of the every year cycle of bullshit that we deal with, with colds and flus and all that. We knew it was going there. You can go back and listen to even my first episodes when this, this thing was kicking off. It's going to become the same thing and part of the endemic that everybody gets every year. And unfortunately, it's something we got to live with. It's not about wanting people to die. It's unfortunately the way of the world. And it should be taken into consideration with every other crazy, insane bullshit they come up with, whether it's climate or whatever else. There are things that are way beyond our control, whether you like that or not. That's just the way it is. And you got to learn to live with it and find ways to mitigate it. And that's what we should have been concentrating on. And we could have saved pretty much the world from the insanity and mess that we're in right now. But we chose a different path because people that are power hungry and desperate for control will never, ever take that path. But I'm sure here in the next uh, little bit, I mean, all of it's going to change everywhere because people... 
people weren't willing to give up power for it. That was just what they used to control everyone then. Now they need votes for power, so they'll be changing that. So we'll move on here. The last couple things. Um, the Canadian protest is still going on. The truckers are still protesting in Canada, and they're blocking the uh, uh, some of the uh, entryways into Canada from the U.S. as well to protest all this. And uh, state media, which unlike here in the U.S., uh, Canadian media, there's only one that's not state-run media. Uh, I think that's Rebel News. I'm not sure there's a whole lot of... Uh, I don't think there's a whole lot of... Uh, you know, independent news sources. But anyway, here is uh, the state reports on the uh, truckers. Staying put until vaccine mandates are dropped, the masks come off, and life returns to the way it was. This uh, whole event has gone beyond just vaccines, and it is now about the entire ordeal. We're asking for our freedom. That's all we want. So they've been free. Free to park big rigs right next to the Prime Minister's office. Free to set up camp in front of the country's national parliament. Ottawa police say they have learned much in the past week, especially after reports of assaults, intimidation, and allegations of hate speech and symbols. This remains, as it was from the beginning, an increasingly volatile and increasingly dangerous demonstration. And it is spreading like a contagion itself right across the country oh no it's spreading it's spreading it is uh, unbelievable uh that uh people are taking this line it's just i mean it's working class people it's working people who don't want to deal with uh you know the bullshit anymore i mean it's unbelievable but uh it's really strange i thought this was going on in canada and uh what's crazy about it is uh apparently cnn is uh they're they're really pissed about it too where were these protests when people were required to give their children five vaccines they were in the doctor's office getting they, vaccines they were in the doctor's office getting vaccine and they were making fun of left-wingers on the west coast for being loopy anti-vaxxers okay. now they have met the enemy and the enemy their enemy themselves because yes. they've become what they hated it's a cult no joe I, I, this is joe scarborough there's few people that are dumber than him that are on tv how the hell do these people get these jobs i mean shouldn't there be some sort of maybe iq test or something uh to try to make this work i mean it's unbelievable that people this stupid can fucking uh, uh, be on TV. I just, I can't believe it. They're just so dumb. But uh, uh, this is what's really scary is this next clip is totally, totally terrifying. This is the law enforcement in Ottawa. And they're discussing on a Zoom call about how they're working to take down the truckers. We have, through the efforts of Deputy Bell, Christian Hino, uh, the mayor and his staff, we've been able to shut down the GoFunding program. That's a temporary reprieve because the funds are already moving in different directions. We are now going after supply and, and fuel coming into the area through investigations and intelligence operations and interdictions, all of which are, were underway yesterday, fully underway today. Yeah, so uh, they're taking their money. They're, uh, you know, doing everything they can to try to run. Can you imagine if this would come out? 
while Donald Trump was uh, president talking about the uh, uh, people in Oregon or any of that shit. And can you imagine if they talk to him like that? It's just unbelievable that uh, they can get away with it. And of course, they finally got some pushback there from um, uh, from the people on um, uh, GoFundMe. I had to think for a second. Yeah, GoFundMe finally got uh, finally got some pushback, and they're just going to return the money because, well, let's be honest, uh, they weren't going to get away with uh, that much theft. So. Uh, that has changed, and uh, there's other sites popping up. But uh, they tried to cut off their fuel. They tried to cut off whatever. It's, oh, it's so disgusting. Um, here's one thing, real quick. Uh, getting running kind of long today, but uh, this is unbelievable. Uh, the news reports, and we were talking earlier about how drugs and and everything. They're going to hand out crack pipes and needles and everything else. And why would they have to do that? And the whole. Uh, reason that you would have to do that is because well there's a shit ton of a lot more drugs coming into the country here's a news report about what's happening you know because they're talking about all the people coming across the border if you think it's just people flooding our nation and ruining things it's not not at all it's uh you know drugs as well illegal immigrants and drugs continue to spill across the border he's throwing bags yeah yeah in fiscal year 2021 cbp seized 11,201 pounds of fentanyl nationwide that's enough to kill more than two billion people the seizures are significantly up from seizures in fiscal years 2020 and 2019 the largest fentanyl bust in 2021 came in August in Ote Mesa near San Diego. That's where CBP recovered 127 pounds of the deadly opioid, which was being smuggled in a trailer driven by a Mexican national. It had a street value of $13 million. And see what happens. And this is a real good, this is going to give you a little insight into economics. And this is how things work. And if you want to know, we're going to play one more clip today. It's one more interview on the street. But this is how economics work so we know that if you have a whole bunch of something it's not worth as much right and if you have a whole lot less of something it becomes you know much more valuable but what happens if you're importing a whole bunch of illegals and along with a ginormous tons and tons and tons of illegal drugs what happens what happens to that? Well, here, you're going to hear firsthand of what happens. Here is uh, um, Michael Schellenberger, who uh, actually uh, read his book uh, about uh, climate change, uh, Apocalypse Never, I believe is which one it was. Uh, one of those. I believe it's Apocalypse Never. Uh, it's a really good book. It's uh, worth reading. Um, Michael Schellenberger actually was uh, part of the was actually honored by the obama administration he was a climate activist then he started digging into it and finding out that you know it's all a bunch of horseshit uh but here he is he did a uh also did a new book about the decay of san francisco and here he is on the street of san francisco interviewing a drug addict and this is really enlightening and it gives you an economic lesson as well alabama how long you been on the street seven years drug of choice heroin what percentage of people are still using heroin versus fentanyl? Oh, man, 5% still use heroin, maybe. What about meth? Meth is just like a given, mostly. you got to do something to counteract the downer, so people either do meth or crack. What does it cost per day? Between 40 and 80 bucks okay. um, to maintain. What percentage of people on the street, you say, are from San Francisco originally? Um, uh, from San Francisco originally, maybe, maybe 10, probably more like 6 or 7. 
percent. How much does it cost to, to for your to meet your habit? We're looking at sixty bucks a day. Has the price come down or gone up? It's been like a race to the bottom in terms of pricing. To where a gram, used to, even as little as two years ago, would have been two hundred dollars. Now it's down to fifteen or twenty. How do you make your money? Petty crime. Like what kind of stuff? Boosting and getting in on my cars. How do you boost? You go in a store and put stuff in your bag and get out. Yeah, so uh, there's a lot to be said there. That's why they're going to hand out needles and crack pipes, because, of course, they want to help people like that to keep destroying uh, civilization. That's what Soros wants. He wants America to uh, rot within and and fall, because that's uh, the only big obstacle in his way for uh, one world government. And I know that sounds conspiracy. Just read his book. Just read his book if you don't believe me. He writes it down. He's like Hitler and the rest of them. He writes down exactly what he believes, and that's what he believes. He thinks there should be just a one-world government. There's no borders, and that it should just be oligarchs and and uh, experts or whatever that just social engineer the entire world, and and borders and stuff just get in the way. And and how would you have huge oligarchies if you had to worry about borders and countries and laws? So anyway, uh, the thing is, you notice what he said. How wow, you know. In the last little bit, man, drug prices have just been, it's a race to the bottom. Well, why? Well, because there's a shit ton more of them. So now it's not that valuable. What happens when street drugs become uber cheap? Well, what happens? Well, they have to find more customers to make their money. I mean, this is not hard to figure out. It is literally the destruction of everything. When you're talking about drugs like fentanyl, Oh, and heroin, I'm telling you, I know. I try to be as libertarian as I can, but I've seen it firsthand growing up in southern West Virginia, what opiates do, and it is a disaster. Trust me, it is unbelievable. The destruction is complete, and it is real. Anyway, that's going to do it. I've ran way over time today, but I just wanted to get that last little bit in there. Always remember, you can uh, find uh, find the show anywhere that uh, has podcasts. We are everywhere, including iHeartRadio podcasts and even uh, directly on Facebook. If you want to send a message, question, comment, any of those things, you can do so at Eric's America Pod. That's on Facebook, Eric's-America.com. That is the website. And if you want to send an old-fashioned email, you can. It's Eric's America Pod at gmail.com any questions comments any of that stuff it's all welcome i really appreciate everybody that listens the ratings the reviews everything helps and it's just encouraging helps to keep it going um i will be back this weekend which with much more insanity because you know it's not going to stop and we're going to see let's see if by the weekend all restrictions are gone everywhere we'll just take us take a take a stab at it see what happens but anyway until then just remember it's no agenda just america